Team Kill Podcast. Intentional Strays. Oh, what is up, everybody? My name is Killing Spree 37. And I am Silencer, and I'm a podcaster. And Good this shot. is episode 50 of Team Kill Podcast. I five zero. You know what five zero is? You know? Yeah. Um but, but there's a Curtis Jackson. No. Get Richard Die Tribe. If if you put a dot between the five and the zero, that's the engine I, you know, it's in the Mustang. You know, I think it's funny, right? Because I only know this because your Instagram handle had your name and then it had uh five point zero. I was like, oh, <laughs> dedication. Like, what kind of significance does this hold, huh? You had a 5.0 in, in school or what? So, you know, it's a. He's, yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I had a 5.0 of the engine, not the actual grade, the GPA. Headshot. <laughs> <laughs> I had no grades because, you know, I fucking, I, I didn't even graduate. They kicked me out. Nah, but you speak like a scholar, you know? You got your own business. Who the hell said you needed to graduate? Exactly. That's what I kept telling my teachers, but you know, they just they didn't believe in the in the vision. Yeah, you know, they they just believe in uh other things. <laughs> so the teacher that told me, you know, that that she was waiting to see me under the bridge. Much love, you know. Not just <laughs> not just hitting you up because her fucking breaks don't work. <laughs> She's in my DMs. <laughs> in your DMs. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. <laughs> A handsome uh handsome bachelor as yourself. Like, oh, you already graduated, and you're not on the fucking on the bottom of the on the bridge. Listen, I used to have like fantasies of time busting. to warm up your dinner. I used to have fantasies of busting a teacher's ass in fucking high school. <laughs> there used to be a few baddies, bro. Oh yeah, I, I know like, a few. I was like, I know a few too. <laughs> <laughs> I would. It's 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 like like it's More like to the too. point where like you see him on Facebook, and you're like, damn, well, what is she? What has she been up to? You know, since uh. Since these high school days. me too. That shit made me want to fucking pursue a career in, you know, to teach school so I can be, you know, fellow. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, fellow. Um, alumni? No, not alumni. Fellow. The workers, the employees. Oh, yeah. Fellow just... employee of her, of, of the baddies. Right. Right. <laughs> Nah, you know, I always used to want to, like, shoot my shot, you know, when I got older. But, you know, I got with somebody and I can't do it. But, you know, a few times the teachers are crossed by my Facebook friends, right? And I'm like, damn, I wonder what she's been up to. Like, she got, like, three, four kids. I'm like, yeah, I bet she fucking does. <laughs> she looked like a little freak. <laughs> Now's your time to get a green card, buddy. Yeah, yeah well, you know, the <laughs> offers. You know, I, I had a report card and every, every grade in there was a green letter. So, you know, we'll let it slide. Um, man, let me tell you, you gotta, you know, we'll talk about past weekends real quick. It was a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. And I not only say this tell. because, so from last weekend when we talked about, you know, how I was going to do all that, it got to a point where I'm fucking busy. So these past two days, starting on Friday, it went to a point where, you know, a lot of separation of documents, the boring stuff, right? Right. And my phone, I had the other one that I told you, the uh, the OnePlus. Yeah. And it got to a point where I started to get annoyed because even though it's a great phone and better specs and everything, it, it for some reason, it just didn't feel right, okay? Right. Besides the battery? Yeah, the fucking battery. I fucking hated the battery, even though it charges fast, but it drains fast. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a fucking screen. This was on Saturday. Screen for my other phone and fucking finally fix it. So I did. And um, so yesterday, 
it was a it was a weird day because you know on Sundays I usually try to relax because it's at least the only day that I get to you know sit back and you know just forget about fucking work days, right? Right. And usually when that happens, I fucking in the morning I fucking get up, I go fucking get some breakfast, and then I go fucking to the store, see what the fuck I find to buy. You know, run little errands and just get away, right, from being in the same routine. Hmm. And this past weekend, so I went to Best Buy and I couldn't find a screen. For some reason, I thought they were going to have some, but they didn't. So I just ordered it on, well, that past Saturday. And yeah, I spent my day. I fucking fixed my phone, got back to it. I fucking hacked it. As you <laughs> iPhone guys would say, jailbreak. <clears throat> I haven't said that in a while, but yeah, <laughs> we used yeah, to so have to. That. We used to have to jailbreak our phones because it was like T-Mobile. So to get oh, it on yeah. Cricket, we would have to jailbreak it, and then if the phone died, uh, the jailbreak would go away, and you'd have to pay again. <laughs> so you could never <laughs> let your phone wild. die. I know. Damn. So yeah, I did that and got my phone back. And the reason why I love this phone is because it's easier to to hack, I guess. Yeah. And I got everything accessible to the point where I installed an app where you need it to be hacked so it can fool the system. And literally every single fucking ad that I get from Facebook, the games, it literally blocks it and I don't see them. So I'm playing a game and instead of the ad popping up, you know how you're playing the game and the fucking ad pops up? Yeah. It just fucking shows a black screen for like two seconds and then it goes away and then I continue. Oh, that's beautiful, you know. And I'm a YouTuber. I support ads and ad blockers because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, I don't like Facebook knowing, hey, uh, would you like to buy this pizza from this place your girlfriend mentioned from fucking four feet away? It's wild, yeah. yeah and so crazy. I installed that. And I've been tracking it since yesterday. And it's crazy how many trackers these fucking websites and companies are, you know, daily adding. So it came to a point where I had 2,500 ads blocked since saturday wow that's that's a fucking huge amount imagine if like for regular phones that you can't do that all that information that's going towards them and shit fuck that yeah that's so it's, wild it's crazy so now you know we're back in in my old routine phone hopefully i don't break it again mm. <laughs> and i did it myself you know it, it wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't hard it was just heating it up um, just breaking the the outer glue, I guess, because it's just glue. Right. And fucking replacing the panel, putting it back in, letting it dry, and good to go. Yeah, it's not bad. I thought it was going to be harder, but... Yeah, I mean, besides that, it was just been busy. I We played that Alien game. Yeah, um, we'll dive into it a little bit later. I mean, aside from that, I just... It's been it's been chilling, and, you know. I've been keeping my eye on the on the weather with that... um. Hurricane oh, that's yeah. going on. Hurricane Ida, right? Ida? Yeah. Yeah. So we get to, when was it yesterday? It started getting like pretty pretty dark around here. So uh, we're expecting some even though it's not in the news, I'm pretty sure we're gonna expect some heavy rain. I'm not gonna lie to you. When you ghosted the shit out of me uh yesterday, I was <laughs> like, damn, what if he's like in a hurricane? I'm just like, where the fuck is this asshole? <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit is in Louisiana. Oh yeah. Yeah, I saw something where it was like Louisiana, but it looked like it was like in Houston. Some of the little swirls. Yeah, on the, on the outer skirts. Yeah, and I that was like, turned fuck. into category four. So hope everybody that went through that is okay. Shit. It's not yeah. good. You know, hopefully we get you through something, guys. You know, knock on wood for you. Gonna knock on yeah. wood for you guys. Um, 
My past weekend, it's not hasn't been much, guys. It, it wasn't exciting as it was last weekend. Uh, as you know, unemployment ends <laughs> uh, next month, the sixth. <laughs> so your boy got to go job hunting, and uh, <laughs> let me tell you Did something. Your fans coming out. You know, I might, I might have to, you know, slide up over there and give some toes. You know, listen, I, we talk a lot of. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to group us in. Okay, you can feel free to jump in but i talk a lot of shit about fucking the thoughts that just go online and and make money you know i respect it you got yeah. i have a hate love relationship for it, you know what i'm saying i just have it's a like hate a love relationship sword. yeah it's a double-edged sword you know i hate how easy it is for women to make money but i'm like damn that's what motivates me like if they could fucking make money anybody can make money you know yeah um but fuck, I was like, man, sometimes I just wish, <laughs> just wish I could fucking finesse a yeah, bag fun. like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Just finesse just a bag. <laughs> so, you know, your boy has to find, uh, you know, fill out some job applications, you know, and I'm just, you know, I'm like, where to start, you know? I've applied everywhere around my house uh, and worked, you know, a few places, but... I want to find somewhere where you just show up, you work, and you leave, you know? That was what I was doing at my other job. Uh, but, you know, like, people got, you know, involved into drama and wanted to involve you and stuff. And when you wouldn't give your opinion on shit, they fucking called yeah. you racist and a bunch of other shit, you know? Um, well, I think, I think big corps are always going to be like this. You can't avoid that shit. Yeah, but, I, you know, I've I've worked jobs where, like, you were able to do something buyers you know delivery you know i might have to yeah. find something for delivery um i don't know i Try might have something Amazon flex yeah i don't know my girlfriend works for jeffrey bezos and i don't know how i feel about it because i worked for jeffrey in in 2017 and man it was to me it was boring right i, I thought it was yeah. the most boring job uh that's me coming off the post office though when i was working at the post office that's oh, like yeah. man if you guys have ever worked at the post office respect to you i worked there i was promoted uh, to become a regular, and then I got into an argument with this racist ass fucking uh, manager, like assistant manager, supervisor chick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told them foods I didn't want to do the mail until she fucking left or left me alone. And they kept trying to send me out, and I fucking quit, you know. So uh, I did all that. I did like a year and a half of like working six, seven days a week, fucking anywhere from 12 to 18 hours shifts. And falling, I remember. And falling, yeah, breaking my shit. Like, I was always busy, you know? Me and you used to play, and I worked at the post office, and that shit stopped, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, your boy just, I just want to, you know, apply to places that I feel are going to be, just go there, you show up, you work, something different, too. Like, I want to work probably, like, in a print shop, you know, doing stickers or doing shirts, signs or something, something different, because... Yeah, these other little jobs. I'm just not feeling them, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, so that's I'm doing that. I'm also <laughs> in the process of uh, elevating my content again. I feel like I, you know, I did I did a bunch of stuff last month, right? And then this month, I feel like I fell off, you know. Okay. Thirty one days. I probably dropped about like <clears throat> 13, 14 videos. Streamed a bunch of hours. Uh, but I just want to do content, you know. I want to do something different. I saw a video, yeah. right? And uh, I don't want to play the audio. And I don't know who the guy is, right? Let me see real quick, real fast. But I'll continue my story process. I saved the video because it kind of motivated me. 
Well, I'll play it. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Let's see where if I find it, okay? So this guy, I think his name is uh, Gary V, okay? And he's having okay, a conversation. You know who that is, okay? So he's having yeah. a conversation. This popped up on my TikTok, and I believe it's a, with a content creator, okay? And it's something that's similar to my story. So here's the audio. You're telling me that you've done 300 videos and they still only get 20 or 30 views? Sorry. Yeah, a couple things. You've made enough content with not enough views where my normal talk of, like, you're being impatient goes out the window. Yeah. It's really tough to give this advice because it almost comes across as hurting one's feelings. Oh, yeah. But on the flip, I'm actually excited about it. You are very rare. You've gone hard enough, long enough, around a certain way that you've given me the opportunity to give rare advice, which is, hey, you can't do that shit no more. You have to completely switch it up. That has been proven to me with those numbers as it does not work. Don't dwell that that's happening, but you definitely need to mix something up with your content. You got to try different shit. That doesn't need to be devastating, like, oh, nobody likes me or I suck. That needs to be, how do I make different content? So, <clears throat> that was okay. Gary V. Uh, he was talking to a content creator. I'm assuming it's YouTube because it's over 400 videos. Yeah. <clears throat> I have about 560. Um, my channel goes anywhere from up and down. Uh, recently, it's kind of like plateaued. And some videos, like, I mean, a giveaway video, it's like mm-hmm. five views. And I'm like, I have 1,700 people, you know? Like, there's, there's um, free merch. You know, all you have to do is comment and I pick you. Like, I don't ha- I'm not that type of sleazy little YouTuber who doesn't fucking send out shit. Like, I've sent out plenty, you know? Yeah. Like, I've went to GameStop, bought new games, and then drove straight to the post office with them and, and mailed them out, you know? <clears throat> so um I feel like I just you know I feel like the, that's that's not good enough no more. At first like I was telling myself I'm impatient and uh when I would tell my girlfriend like man there's I, I need to do something different she would say like oh well, you know you don't you never know. And um mm-hmm. watching now I was like you know I got to do something different so I started coming up with ideas of uh how I want the channel to be and how I really want to make improvements and uh it's going to be a lot of money a lot of uh editing but i'm i'm willing to make it work because yeah i got i got over 500 videos on youtube you know Mm -hmm. like a lot of times you even search up like ufc4 my shit pops up first you know and i'm very proud of that anytime you google whatever we do team kill uh killing spree it pops up number one thing you know like search engine shit is hard you know yeah so uh, I'm working on changing content, and I'm starting to realize it's probably not going to be a drag, but it's definitely going to be a little cost costy. So uh, yeah, going to have to figure something out there. That's what a, that's where a job comes in and is going to help me out. So um, other than that, uh, besides those two things, I'm going to start for, uh, focusing on exercising. And, okay. Uh, I'm going to try to exercise uh, when I wake up. Got at least go on like an hour walk or something, trying to figure something out. Dedicate maybe like an hour and a half, especially these three days, because my girlfriend doesn't uh, work these days. So, I, you know, it's fun to have a gym buddy. Uh, go, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, except today I didn't go. You know, I had to do stuff. But, uh, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, go exercise and then um, come and do content and then just kind of incorporate that into my lifestyle. Because, yeah, bro, I'm getting heavy. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I fucking... I'm probably like, like maybe like I said like last podcast. I'm like a pound or two shy, and I probably gained that pound or two since the, the other podcast. So I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, just focus on getting healthy, and uh, 
<clears throat> you know, that all comes with, uh, like, dedicating yourself. You know, same way I dedicate myself to the channel, I feel I should dedicate myself to myself. And, and uh, yeah, and put a, at least a little effort, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I was getting healthy, and then your boy got COVID, and then, um, you know, I was unemployed, so, like, shit, shit went left for me again. So yeah. uh, I'm going to have to break that cycle, and uh, once I do that, you know, I'm just going to uh, hopefully, you know, just kind of be feel better, be more energetic, and uh, like I'm telling you, I, I blame the COVID shot for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Then a week passed, and then like it's like, oh, you're sitting at the computer, you don't want to do editing, you okay, let's let's get some gameplay. Oh, you get gameplay, but you don't want to edit it, and then it's to the point where like, oh, I don't want to do gameplay, I don't want to do TikToks, I don't want to do uh, this, that, and the third for the video for the content. I just want to kind of just sit down in this chair and just relax, you know. Uh, not that I feel burned out, you know, because I don't feel burned out, but it's definitely something like I feel like it's starting to affect me mentally where it's making yeah. me lazy and it's making me physically and mentally lazy. And that's where we have another issue, you know? Yeah. You know, all the time I put in and shit, I just don't want to see it to go to waste, you know? So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to incorporate that into my schedule and um, hopefully, you know, I can stick to it, get back to where I was and... Uh, by this time next year, hopefully, you know, I can be a little little thinner and I can tell people, hey, you look, remember this podcast? I fucking said I was going to dedicate my shit. Well, guess what I did? So that's going to be a little a little goal for me, you know, for next, uh, for this year. So starting today, technically, when you guys are hearing this, starting today, and then uh, effectively go and, until I feel a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it's, it's fucking it's ass. I don't know how to explain it. It's ass, bro. Like a lot of I lost a lot of weight and then fucking gained that shit right back. <laughs> oh shit, I hate it too. I hate that shit. Man, yeah, well, you started off. I'm pretty sure you can. Uh, you can reach the goal that you're looking for. Yeah. Dedication. Yeah, a little light hundred. We'll see what's up. But um, you know who else is um ready to get some weight off their shoulders? That hairline one. Headshot. <laughs> you, because I know writing jokes is a, you know, it's a demon on your back. It's time for a rapid fire. Rapid fire. Players ready up. Three, two, one. This full silencer's hairline is shaped like a Richard Milley watch. Headshot. <laughs> Talking about hairlines now, huh? Yeah. Have you, have you, have you seen a Richard Milley watch? I don't know what it is, but you know what? Oh, my, they're not they're not pretty. Headshot. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since you want to talk about heads, you know. Your head is so big that you have a camel toe with the back of your head neck together and they meet together. <laughs> and they start talking to each other. It's like a little lip. Headshot. <laughs> Yeah, no, why little... are you going at my head, bro? <laughs> <laughs> a little lip talk. <laughs> that's the only thing that. That's why I wear a hat just to cover that shit up. <laughs> this ugly little lip right here, fucking bitch. Ah, oh, all right, <laughs> all right, we're going there. All right, silencer looks like a Saint Row reboot character. They got scrapped. <laughs> Headshot. <laughs> it was a test. The test. Uh, the test dummy. No, yeah, it was like for the essay uh, squad that they had, and they were like, "Nah, it looks too, too, too from there." Headshot. <laughs> Want to make him look like he's from East LA, not fucking East Los. 
Sinaloa. Sinaloa. <laughs> All right. So with the with you know with the Olympics uh you know being around as they just passed <laughs> we the crowd and your followers want to know how does it feel to come in bronze in the special olympics category <laughs> headshot <laughs> hey at least i placed <laughs> podium <laughs> 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 fucking <laughs> caesar all right time Game over. <laughs> oh shit yeah, I fucking, um, I saw this watch, right? Because everybody on my timeline seems to be fucking infatuated with this watch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I had the picture right next to, like, a picture of you I was Photoshopping <laughs> for the pod, but I, I scrapped it, right? <laughs> and I put the watch next to it, and it, like, matched up perfectly with your head, and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> what a hairline. Like, what a hairline. Oh, shit, that was a good one. All right, guys, you know, we have a few topics, okay? We shot the shit a little bit early, and now we're going to get into some juicy, juicy topics, okay? We're revisiting a topic from a few, 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 many moons and many pods ago, okay? Now, we first talked about Dr. Disrespect and Twitch partying, right? Yeah. We kind of had whispers left and right of what may have happened, and the rumors that were swirling around because Dr. Disrespect didn't say nothing. And while he was trying to find a new home, you know, to where to stream, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't say anything. Now, he's streaming on YouTube, making videos on YouTube. No deal, right? And I just saw Dr. Lupo. So, uh, shout out to Dr. Lupo. Dr. Lupo, who is uh, another good streamer, another doctor, if you will. Uh, yeah. signed an exclusive streaming deal with YouTube Gaming, right? Okay. Congratulations to him, right? He finessed right. the bag, and he's getting paid, right? A lot of people wanted him to go to Twitch. Maybe Twitch was an offer in the bag. Nonetheless, you know, another person has went to YouTube. So, Dr. Disrespect, during a, a stream, said he knows the reason for his Twitch ban and is planning to sue Twitch over it. Hmm. That's what I said. So uh, you have to think that this is 100% contractual. Yeah. Okay. They, they, he might have did something on his contract. They saw it. They gave him the boot, banned him. They did all that, right? Yeah. Now, if he says they're going to sue him, nobody says that without having any type of angle on their person that they're suing, that means that they found a loophole in something. Yeah, they have so, leverage. So we we kind of didn't know what it is. There's still uh, speculations to what it is. Now, <clears throat> here's a 1v1, okay? Dr. Disrespect versus Twitch. Who wins in the lawsuit and why? Man, that's hard. Right. That is fucking hard. I'll give you some time to think about it. I personally feel like he's going to lose. And here's why. I feel like Twitch, even though he knows the the reason for the ban, I feel like they had something in the contract saying that they don't have to tell you why they terminate your contract. They just can kick you out, ban you. And uh, when they go to court, 
I think that that's going to hold up in court. Now, if there's official documentation saying uh, why they banned him and somebody leaked it or he got a hold of it and he uh, presents it as evidence, I could see Dr. Disrespect getting the win. But I feel mm -hmm. like Twitch right now, I feel like these platforms uh, have these type of contracts that are just fucking proof, like like foolproof, you know? Yeah. All right. So how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I still feel like like Twitch is, has it in the bag. It's kind of hard for a content creator that you're signing a contract with to win against a company that wrote that contract. Right. If they if they banned them, like you said, yeah, they definitely fucking crossed the line somewhere within the contract. Yeah, and they banned there's, it before the bathroom incident that he had. They got him micro banned. Yeah, so there's no reason for a company that you're making money with them to ban you and for no reason, you know, just for the fuck of it. Right. So... Yeah, I'm just waiting to hear what it is, you know, what what small or big thing is happening because uh, it, it regardless, if he, you know, if Twitch is left like that and then this fool goes out and, yeah, I'm going to fucking sue them. What the fuck do you think Twitch is going to do? That's a big-ass company. They're right. going to fucking sue his ass back. Well, and then the other thing is, too, is that, like, let's not forget Ninja went to Mixer and, like, he fulfilled his contract and... Uh, they were acting a certain way towards Ninja too. Like they banned his channel. They were putting porn links in his channel. Oh yeah. Um, they were doing a bunch of other shit. You know, a bunch of disrespectful things, and that's what I don't like about the app. You know, they're really petty, and I feel like they're gonna do more petty things and um, bring up a bunch of situations, like a bunch of reports when he said the N word or something, something dumb. You know. Yeah. They have to have some type of reason, and I feel like they have the reason. They know exactly what's happening, and. If he takes them, this could drag out in court. I mean, we could be talking about this next year, you know, where they present evidence because uh, I don't think this is going to be a, a settlement type of thing. I think there's going to be a winner and a loser. And when no. there's a winner and a loser, guys, you know, somebody has to pay the price. And uh, I don't think it's going to be uh, Twitch this time. So we'll leave it at that. Um, but more interesting news, speaking of streamers, you know, the game has been missing somebody, right? I'm not going to just say somebody. I'm going to, you know, narrow it down to about two individuals, okay? Now, I think mm -hmm. I said this a few pods back. I asked you where TSM, Daquan, and Hamlins were, right? Oh, yeah, yeah I remember. And I was like, man, Among Us was, was popping. Um, uh, Rust, you know, mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, Warzone. Like I felt yeah. like a lot of games were missing their presence, you know, because they're they're just really energetic, they're funny, and you know what? Random signs around, like I think Los Angeles or just anywhere in general, popular cities, signs were popping up asking people, you know, where are they? You know, where are they? Yeah. And then a few days ago, a stream went live with the billboard. Okay, there was a billboard, and then there was a car with a camera inside facing the billboard and was streaming correct mm -hmm. and you know a few days people passing by the hype started to build right why is it why is this uh billboard showing us you know daquan and hamlins right i don't even want to call them tsm daquan and hamlin just daquan and hamlins okay mm -hmm. and sure enough you see like six people in ski mask you know, one of them six foot four, the other one five foot zero. 
And uh, <laughs> he came over here. He smashed the window. They grabbed the camera. They looked into it. And sure enough, it was Daquan and Hamlin's saying they're back thumin. Back thumin. Thumin. And guess what, guys? They are no longer TSM. They are actually a part of NRG. Okay. That is wild. That is 100% wild. Now, another, you know, another place, you know, another another drama, you know, that occurred that we're not going to be able to know. But it took, um, I want to say there were like 2018, 19, right? Mm-hmm. Strong. They were doing Fortnite. I was watching Fortnite, watching these guys. Like, and I don't even like Fortnite like that, you know? Yeah. So I was watching them. They're funny. They were unlike other streamers, you know? They come from where I come from. You know, a very, like, disenfranchised place. You know, their their humor, I get it. I understand it. Uh, so, you know, it's different. You know, when you got the white guy complaining about shit and the fucking white guy seems like he's had everything in life handed to him, you don't really like that guy, you know? It's not something fun, but... Yeah. When, you, when you see somebody and you hear their background story, especially with them, because they've had their little interview videos, mm-hmm. um, I related to them a lot, right? And I, I came I came to the podcast. I thought it was a reach to even bring the topic in there. But I, I did say that. I was like, man, they're missing. I wonder where they're at. And sure enough, here they are. So how do you feel about their return, Silencer? I feel like they missed it, and it's well, well accepted. I don't think right. it's... Uh... Like, people were, I mean, I don't know, to be a streamer and people asking what the fuck happened to you, that means, you know, you are you have a good following. So, with their return, I think, especially with being on, with NRG, is going to be, it's going to be good. Right, yeah, because Daquan said he had some type of, like, back injury where he's never felt this type of pain before. <clears throat> a lot of people thought he was hurt. A lot of people thought there was some shadiness behind that. And then Hamlin's kind of just disappeared. They disappeared off Twitter. They disappeared off YouTube. I think the last time they even shared or did any type of content on their channels mm-hmm. uh, was a stream like a year ago, you know? And it wasn't even like a good uh, stream, no good thumbnail. It was just like a stream for like an hour, and then they hopped off and were never to seen, be seen again, you know? Um so I think that there might be TSM drama. I think the same thing with Tifu happened with them. Where they live? Yeah. Why well, I think they they started realizing their contracts were a little, uh, you know, a little skimpy. You know, a little withholding there was a, a big issue. Yeah. And uh, you know, since they control technically, you know, if you if you whatever you sign in that contract, uh, they might control your social medias. They might control your channel, your content, your stream. Um, oh, yeah. they basically, if you, you know, like labels, you know, oh, you can't drop an album unless you drop it with us. And we're telling you right now not to drop an album. These guys didn't, weren't able to do nothing. And, uh, I think they might've just waited out their contract. They waited out their contract with TSM and, uh, signed with energy. They have a little, uh, content house, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. They got a bunch of nice things. So, uh, do you feel like this might have been a, a issue over contract, or do you feel like they they wanted to make a statement, or do you feel like they fell out of love? What do you think happened here exactly? Yeah, I think it has something to do with the the way things were going on with the with the contract. Contractual, yeah. But but I still don't feel like if it was something to do with the contract, the whole time that they were 
you know, off the grid, I'm pretty sure that the contract required them to pump out content, which kind of leaves it in the area where if he, if that was even the case, you know? You're right, but you could, um, let's say if you faked illnesses, they can't make you play if you're fighting an illness. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So okay. when he said his back hurt and was, wasn't doing nothing, was doing updates and, and going yeah. to the chiropractor and doing all that shit, I, they, I don't think they could do anything from there, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I thought that they might have found a loophole, you know? Because any, any contract has a loophole. It just takes a good lawyer, yeah. a good team to find, find it. it. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think that it might have been contractual. And uh, hopefully when they start streaming back, because I think they were streaming on the Energy channel, but I'm ready to see them get their shit back or at least uh, make a new channel and uh, see what type of content they are going to do. Because uh, I feel like they missed out. They missed out on... Uh, Fall Guys, they missed out on Among Us, Rust, Warzone, <clears throat> Apex. Like, they missed out on a bunch of games, you know? And NRG is pretty big on Apex, no? Yeah, they are, too. That's uh, AC, ACEU, that guy. ASU, whatever. Yeah, I think he's energy. So, uh, yeah, he's in there, too. And, uh, yeah, so they're in good hands, you know? Fuck uh, TSM. And then, uh, you know, another thing, too, that I saw was... Uh, the the third, you know, because these these guys they were good, but they also had a third. His name yeah. was Myth, right? So it was Myth, Daquan, and Hamlins, and Myth fell off, you know, a little bit. A lot of people disrespect him, but I don't I don't feel like I should shit on him any more than what I have to, you know. But he did fall off a little bit from his Fortnite success, and uh, he saw them, and he said, "No, I'm emotional, you know. I miss my brothers. They were gone, and now they're back." and uh, hopefully they can kind of rekindle that relationship and hopefully it wasn't nothing too crazy. Yeah. You know, cause, uh, yeah, you know, you don't want to, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm huge on like, I love content creators, right? Because I feel like I can relate to them. I can relate to some of their struggles and, uh, I know how, what it's like to step away from your shit when you don't want to. When I had COVID, I stepped away for me doing content, yeah. I was like, fuck, like, I feel, I feel like shit, but I feel even more like shit that I'm leaving people, you know, video is video less, you know, and not giving them content, you know, because of some other issue that I couldn't control. But imagine them at the prime at the, at the, at the peak of their streaming career, just gone, disappeared. And, uh, now they're, they're under a new camp and, you know, now they have to start all over seemingly. Yeah, but it's going to be for a better future. It's going to be just overall. But for these guys, I think whatever they did with uh, TSM is going to be just a little tiny glimpse of what the future can hold. Right. Being with the NRG. Right. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, I'm ready to see just them back and what they're going to do, you know. I hope that they do some type of, like, throwback stream and... Uh, yeah. Go visit some games where they fucking, you know, where they could have shined and uh, did their thing. You know, we might actually get like another game, you know, like another a hot game where we could like all join in on the trend, you know. So, oh, yeah, we'll leave that there. Uh, this next story is very, very interesting. Silencer. Is it? Uh, we came to the podcast a few times talking about uh, the value of certain games, right? Certain little collectibles that people were selling. Uh, breaking oh, records yeah. and doing things right. Well, this person in particular thought something was a little strange, right? And I, mm -hmm. I've, I felt this. And this is going to be a bigger topic, okay? But here we go. 
Report accuses retro game grading firm and auction house of fraud. Do you know what that means, Sounder? Kind of and kind of no. So retro so, gaming is uh, is really popular, right? Yeah. Collection is really popular now. Okay. The grading system is proving that the authenticity of this is in perfect condition, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's untouched. There's no marks. It's the perfect thing of the game. It's essentially brand new, right? It tells you, it I helps mean, you, you yeah, perfect. It it does things that it it separates it from the normal stuff and makes it more easier to buy because you know that it's brand new, right? Yeah. Now sometimes you got to go to auctions, and sometimes the auctions go super high. Okay. Now we have way. A way deep conspiracy here, okay? Okay. Now they're saying that not only are the games false graded, right? Where the graded shit is uh is like, you know, if it says it's a ten, it's not a ten, it's like a four because it's creases, the game's fucked up inside, but they put it in the casing and somebody opened the casing to play it Ooh. and they found out this shit, right? So that's one thing, right? The yeah. other thing is the auction house, the auctions would go so high and they would only go high because people in the auction house that worked for them would start throwing around numbers so the auction would get sky high and the buyer would get so desperate and spend $500,000 on something. Mm. So how do you feel about this overall before I get into the article? Scammers, scammers. I mean, I'm not because you know it. Not even only with this, um, with this auction, like even with cars, no one car auctions. There's a bunch of a lot of uh, sneaky people. I've had the experience where in the car world. So, for example, there's a there's this thick oil that looks like honey, right? Right. Now. By putting this oil, the, if the engine is ticking or knocking. Definitely needs a rebuild. Now, I've seen some people put this oil, and it creates a temporary, like, sticky um, lubrication where it doesn't knock. Right. These assholes take it to the auction. They mark it as good condition, and they fucking sell it. Fucking whoever bought it drives it back to the shop or whatever, and then fucking does the oil change, and boom, knocks the fuck out. So it's not... I feel like, you know, it, I'm not surprised that it happened. I'm just surprised of how long it took for people to start figuring it out. I've always had this this thing, right, where grading. Why would people... Uh, I understand why people get it graded, right? Yeah. But I always ask myself, why do people buy expensive shit and then they're just going to keep it in the thing, right? Collectibles. Because yeah. a lot of times I saw somebody get like an action figure, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. And then the guy said that he opened it. And I was like, well, why did you open it if it was graded, right? He said, yeah. oh, to check everything and just to play with it, right? But I've always heard whispers of that these things were fake. These these grading things, uh, you could fake them, sell it. And then when, when somebody had the nerve, right, to ruin the collector value of the thing, they would open it on up. And guess what? It'd be a fucking fake. It'd be a Chinese duplicate. It would be two cards, so one back because it doesn't have the original backing or the backing's damaged, but the front's yeah. nice. 
or vice versa. There was always little things that people were finding, right? But to hear that an auction house and a grading firm are in cahoots and they're basically just inflating the value of the collectible games artificially, that is a fucking scam, bro. And even just like the 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 little bread uh, breadcrumbs of conspiracy theories, that's going to open up a whole new gateway of problems. Yeah. That's wild. It is wild. Like imagine everything that has been graded from fucking years ago is going to go into this um basically a hole where it's just they're going to lose value. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, let's see here. So in one of the videos explaining a fraud, Jobs explains the chairman of Heritage Auctions allegedly set an initial record price for Super Mario Bros. This same world record was then used as a part of a press release. Okay, and here it says right here. So what you have here is a chairman of the auction house buying a game for a record price and then creating a press release about his own purchase in which himself and the president of the grading company are stating that the value of the game is going up. He then advertises that his own game will be going up for auction in the future through his own auction house. Through his own auction house? Uh-huh. Through his own auction <laughs> house. Right? So Does we it have, smell like... Um, it smells like bullshit. It smells yeah. like, you know, it smells like a, a digital it bullshit. Like a setup. You know, uh, uh, grade 10 bullshit. It smells like, <laughs> <laughs> it smells like uh, something's going to, about to be, um, how do you say it? Fixed. Right. It's it's looking very uh, a war zone hackerish to me, okay? <laughs> so a statement from Heritage says, Heritage strongly refutes any allegation that it or its officers are involved in shield, shield bidding? market manipulation, or any similarly, similarly illegal or unethical practices, Heritage prides itself on our transparency and being a building that built by for the collectors. With this in mind, we welcome the opportunity to discuss the video game marketplace further and would invite Mr. Jobs to our world headquarters in Dallas to tour our operations and speak further with leadership. So they weren't the only ones that were under hot water. The other company, too, was named Wada Games, okay? Wada Games. Wada Games. And they also responded with their own type of statement, which says, Wada Games is a trusted leader in collectible video game grading, and we're honored to play a key role in this booming industry that we are about to incredibly blow up and be passionate about. We're humbled by the support of our thousands of customers who trust us to provide accurate and transparent grading. The claims in this video are completely baseless and defamatory, and it is unfortunate that Mr. Jobs did not contact us to give us the opportunity to correct him. So you basically have somebody crying wolf, and wolves are crying back. You know, nobody wants to get yeah. caught doing this bullshit. And you have statements going out left and right saying, that's not true, that's not true, come see our stuff. That's, 
It's a little sus. Okay, it's a little sus, and here's why. Um, we'll use the military. You think the military in whatever war, you think we go and we tell the other people what the fuck we're doing? No, we tell we tell them when we do stuff, when we do stuff, you know? Yeah. So you know why? So they don't prepare a defense. A surprise attack. That's a surprise, uh, you know, a Trojan horse, you know? Why yeah. would this guy go and tell these companies, hey, you know what? I think it's bullshit. Let me go over there, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll, give you, we'll get you something on fucking Friday to fly out here, right? Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're fucking scramming to get any type of evidence out of there. They're working on a routine. They're working on the tour that's going to show him this, but not enough, you know? And I don't think they're going to give the honest answer. So everything right now is alleged. But this guy, Mr. Jobs, he's, he's, he's showing you guys something, okay? And yeah. it smells like shit, looks like shit, it is shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say. So how do you feel about that after hearing both of the statements from both companies? I feel like one of these is going to shine bright like a diamond right and i hope that you know that these this gets settled because if it doesn't it's just going to continue to basically rise up the the cost on whatever it is one says one thing the other one says no it's like the like two little kids fucking fighting over who did what mm-hmm. both of them are saying they didn't do it but so imagine yeah, and then they're just hiding behind it, but it'll come to a point where the sneaky one will start to get a little bit more market share and do stupid things because they're able to, how to say, like um, control the market how they want to. And I don't know. It's um, it's gonna it's gonna be a little nice war that's gonna happen, you know. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna cause some issues, but I think it's gonna keep everybody, especially collectors, on their toes. Now they're gonna get the, the they're not gonna just take the <clears throat> fact that it's graded, you know, for granted. Now they're gonna look at it graded, and then they might even do their own type of thing, you know, where they like make it sure that it's graded properly and send it to another person that's gonna grade it. And um, but if the grading system or whatever, it just took a big hit. I think that collectors are gonna is gonna be one of the least important things that they look for. You can have a shiny ass shell on the outside. The fucking motherboard is all fucking nasty with sticky missing parts inside, you know? Yeah. So I feel like this is gonna take a bust in the whole grading thing where as getting collectibles is not going to be a the biggest factor of the price of the collectible yeah it's gonna it's gonna require something like else bro like it's it's not just gonna have to be like the <clears throat> just like the piece just in enclosed in some type of plastic container they're gonna have to enclose like some type of dvd of you rating it and expecting it and then putting it in there you know like from beginning to end once you close it and once you put it in a thing like there should be like some type of footage and then yeah. when you get that sent, you also get your copy of what they did to look at it. 
how they graded it, what they found, you know, and that that way when you sell it, you could be like, oh, this it's this shit's empty. This is uh this is bullshit. Like, okay, you know, here as a matter of fact, here's a video, here's this of them grading it, boom, here's a one hundred percent proof now. Cause now they're not yeah. being trusted. And that's the that's the issue, you know? Now people are not only just going to either not buy collectibles, they're going to destroy collectibles by opening it and making sure that it's the fucking great it's graded properly. Yeah, true. Or even have the thing that they're like they spent so much money on, you know. Nobody wants to buy a piece of plastic and fucking box art. People want to buy the game, the box art in perfect condition. Yeah, it's gonna lose credibility. So Yeah, so yeah, that's about it, guys. I think they're uh they're gonna be done. So uh I'll keep you guys you know, updated. Yeah, we'll see what's updated, but let me tell you something. I've always thought that this was, you know, this was trash. You know, I've, I've learned from uh, my uncle when we used to go and smash cans and give them to the uh, the place where you give the cans, remember, the little five cents per can? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we used to put rocks in them because they were too lazy to fucking look at every can, so they did it by weight. So when you would smash <laughs> rocks in the, in the uh, can and then you'd smash the can... It, the, the can would weigh like four cans, four or five cans. You do that to every can. Yeah, you do that to every can. You have volume. They're not going to look at it. They weigh, oh, you uh, you have 700 cans. Here's fucking $20 when you only had like maybe like, you know, fucking a couple couple hundred in there, you know? Yeah. So I learned from there that you should never trust, you know, <laughs> should never trust <laughs> that type of situation where they don't look at shit. So, all right, we're moving on. We've got about three more topics, and then we're out of here. Okay, this one should be a fairly quick one. Okay, it features a, a scumbag pro, another pro player that squanders their opportunity doing something illegal. Okay. Okay. This one takes the cake. Former PUBG pro Taylor J dead after police manhunt over attempted homicide. Hmm. Yes. I didn't even know PUBG had uh, professional players, but... Considering the fact that it's a Royale, yeah, um, they have a, they have pub uh, PUBG esports and pro players. And this one, one of the guys, his name was Taylor Johnson Jeffrey, or I'm sorry, Taylor Jeffrey Johnson. He was pronounced dead after shooting himself after the Pennsylvania police closed in on him at the end of a five-hour manhunt over an attempted homicide. The 24-year-old was treated on the scene but died from his injuries. Let's see Dang. here. Yeah, let's see here what they say here. Uh, Johnson, 24, fled the police after the attempted arrest for an outstanding homicide warrant as state police were notified of his presence in the Adams County around 3 p.m. They found him in his vehicle abandoned on Route 2, 34, soon after, Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Megan Ammerman told local media that police searched for Johnson for five hours when they encountered him. At the end of the search, he shot himself. They don't exactly say, um, here we go right here. The homicide warrant the police Pennsylvania State acted on was due to an altercation between Johnson and a woman in her 20s the day before. Johnson shot the woman multiple times. Ooh. The shooting was believed to be the result of a domestic dispute. 
the woman was transported to a hospital and has since been listed as in a stable condition. So that's where the attempted homicide is, goes, you know? What is it with all these fucking uh, streamers or fucking, fucking, you know, being so prone to some to kind violence. of domestic violence? Yeah. To violence. Let me tell you something. I can tell you why, but it's not, it's not an excuse. But it's only towards fucking women. Remember that, um, women, yeah. that other asshole that, that was like in Russia or some shit? Yeah, he killed his teammate. That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we covered that. Um, I'm going to say it like this. Okay, and I've said this plenty of times. I I said it in general, but I've said this. I said this. I say it all the time in relationships. When you're mad at your woman, leave, leave at leave at the very first sight. When she smacks you, when she cuts you off, she puts her, you know, she mushes your face. Leave. Don't hit her. Leave. It'll escalate. You know, a man's pride can only yeah. go so far. Okay. That's that's my word of advice. The next thing that I was going to say is, why do I feel like he would shoot them? You know, a lot of people, a lot of gamers have anger issues. Let's not let's no. not bounce around the fact. You know, you know how many times me and you get on this game, we get on Apex, and I'm like, fuck, and I, I get pissed. You know what I'm saying? Not enough to beat a woman, not enough to chase a woman down. You know, but it it it, it builds up. It builds up for multiple losses in games, and I can only imagine as a pro player of a game such as PUBG and not only that, like just being around esports and being on a team perhaps. Yeah, yeah. this could this could be uh this could be a lot of stress and uh you know, him and the woman might have been arguing. They don't say what about, but I'm pretty sure the the chick said what she had to say and got right under his skin and and uh he acted on it. Luckily she's survived and she's in a stable condition, but we saw how it ended for him. And uh, I always tell people, I always tell people, you know, sometimes you just got to leave, you know, if, if uh, domestic, domestic dispute, that means you guys were in a relationship. You guys were doing things, you know, you yeah. were closer than you were with Jane Doe, who was just walking down the street, you know, um, you got to stay, you got to stay away. You got to stay away from, from any issues. This, um... Who was this woman? That was was he some kind of? I'm pretty sure that was not his, like his girl. It might have been like a little piece, you know. These gamers they'd be running through these these uh, these groupies, so to speak, you know. Yeah, I I was surprised, you know, but I see a lot of uh, esports uh, pros with with some hotties, you know, with some little uh, some little groupies here and there, you know. They all seem to. Uh, break up and date and they'll date the next one you know because they they have a following and sometimes you know they might be attractive you know i've seen um like the phase guys the phase guys always get the instagram thoughts you know oh, yeah. they always get those so i can only imagine you know he he, he doesn't look like a bad looking person but you know i just he he fucked up he fucked up his life and he he had some anger issues and he threw away his life you know because and he did he did the coward shit he took the coward's yeah. way out. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He didn't want to face the the social media stuff, the statements, the, the consequences, the consequences of jail because it's attempted homicide. Okay, you shot her. It's not like you plotted to do it. You shot her. Uh, who knows if the gun was even registered to you? You know. Man. And then you ran away. You fled from the scene. 
it's going to stack up against you. He would have probably did life in prison. And uh, I don't think death penalty, you know, depending on where he's from. Pennsylvania doesn't seem like the place that has a death penalty. Um, it just, you got to go away from these women, okay? So, and, and I'm not just saying it for women. I can say it for men, too. When men are acting away, when men are acting violent and our men are, are certainly mad and you can look in their face and they're just disgruntled and I wouldn't say shit. I wouldn't say that that thing you think is going to be a haymaker that's going to shake the room and and get under his skin. Don't say it. That uh that face yeah. that you don't like that he makes, don't smack him. Get away from him. Get away from each other. Uh it's for the best for both of you, you know? Cuz then you'll end up in a situation like this. So how silencer I did enough talking. How do you feel about this? Coward. Yeah. Cowardness. Um uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean just just like you, I've always been the type where no matter what situation you're on, a woman is off limits to harm, you know? Right. And um, I don't know these. There's no other words to describe it. It's just cowardness. Especially how he just fucking took the easy way out instead of facing, you know, like a responsible human being. But no, just decided to dip out. Yeah. You think it's KD dropped? he got a he got a hit marker on the other chick and then fucking um if we're if we're going by split game rules when you kill yourself they take away a point from your squad so (laughs) that anti-cheat hit hit him hard yeah fucking bitch (laughs) that aim assist (laughs) (laughs) kidding when aim assist assist backfires (laughs) (laughs) oh shit Kidding, guys. He's an asshole. He shot somebody, but you know, you know, we gotta, you gotta, God bless the dead. But you know, we gotta throw in a few jokes in there. We're not 100% PC, okay? So, uh, yeah. is there anything you want to add to that uh, last topic? Because we got two more topics, and then we're out of here. No, there's nothing else to add. I mean, yeah, that's everything we said. Yeah, just be careful, everything guys. Yeah, just be careful. I've seen too many people die over. Uh, video Recently, game encounters, yeah. yeah, just over you know, especially pro players. You're you're making money. You're doing what you love. You have the skill, obviously, because you're on a team and you're a professional. You're labeled a pro, and you just fucking fuck it up, and uh, you do shit like this, and now you're you know you're spending, you know, you live 24 years. You you know, you, uh, 24 years. That's young. That is young. So uh, yeah, we'll move on. All right, this topic I wanted to talk about. Okay, I was a little excited for this. I had no clue. Okay, your boy had to try it out for himself. That's how interested I was. And guess what? It worked. And I kind of feel like this is going to be an issue and going to get removed. But here we go. Steam's two-hour refund policy forces horror developer into indefinite absence. So, silencer free. If you don't know what this means, okay, it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Steam has a refund policy that you can get a full refund in two hours from your purchase, okay? So if you bought the game at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, you have until 1.59 to return it. Anything past two hours, you officially own the game, okay? Yeah. This has become an issue with speedrunners beating games within the two hours and then refunding the game 
Okay, and this is what happened to this one developer. Now, before I read the article, Silencer, what are your thoughts initially? Say, so Steam just decided to give a refund policy on any any game or is it specific um, categories? I think it's any game. So it's basically said that it's, uh, they know that they have a huge number of returns, but it's, they only really do it to these small developer games. These games that... Uh, like the these, indie ones? Yeah, these little indie developers that they developed a game that could be beaten in like one or two hours, you know, especially these YouTubers, they go and they get footage, such as I. Yeah. And uh, you go, you get some footage, you return the game, boom, you never have to buy it, you know? I don't know. It's, uh, it, I mean, it can either be, from my standpoint, it can either be good or bad. Right. I, I would say it's good in a way that the consumer gets to, like, a demo, okay? Yeah. If you don't like it, okay, then just fucking return it. Such as you can return anything at another store, even clothes. You know, I don't like this. Fuck it. I'm going to go return it. Get your money back. Okay. You can even get a fucking car that's like 30, 40 grand and return it. So when it comes to games, if I play it and knowing in the back of my mind I can return it, but I enjoy the game, why the fuck would I return it? Well, so I it's, it's 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 a tough call, okay? It's a it's a fifty fifty if you look at it in both ways. Yes, it is one hundred percent fifty fifty. The thing is, as I always felt like buying digital was a cop out, right? Because you could not return it. You could not return it. You bought a game, you bought it accidentally. You bought the first part instead of the second part, the remastered version instead of the. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> There's been shit that's, like, been bought digitally where I'm like, fuck, I wish I could return this, you know? Uh, let's say, for example, uh, let's say the Alien game, me and you played, okay? Let's say me and you beat it. We didn't yeah. like the ending. We don't want to wait around for the DLC. We got footage. Let's go return it, you know? If you had the physical copy, yeah, that'd be easy. You can go to GameStop, get, your, get some of your money back, boom. But with digital... There's a market for people that buy things and can't return it because of policies introduced by Xbox and introduced by PlayStation. So yeah. they they have they said, you know what, fuck the demo. You know who's beating games. You know how the you know the level of naivete for these companies that don't know that speedrunners exist. Um, the they think, hey, all right, you know what, we give a two hour refund policy on DLC. I'm sorry, downloadable games, right? Yeah. So they do that. It's a good window. It's a really good window. It's a fair window. Because maybe you, you play a game, you don't like it, boom, you return it, you keep your money. Now, that would go for something like Assassin's Creed or Crusader Kings 3 or yeah. even God of War. You know, if, if, if it was on there and it would be like... One of those big games? Yeah, one of those big games, you know. But if it's a horror game where you got to rush through it, do all this stuff, yeah, somebody's going to be able to find it. And maybe they don't they don't feel like the price is fair. Okay. Okay, yeah. So this in particular happened to a small developer. Okay. And it her name is Amika Games. I don't know if that's a company or if that's a person, but let me see here. 
Uh, Amica Games are without funds to continue the work on their next game from day to day, and as a result, they've issued a statement saying they're leaving game development for an indefinite time to collect their thoughts. And here is the statement that they put out. They said, friends, thank you for your support. I'm leaving game development for an indefinite time to collect my thoughts. The fact is that my game, Summer of 58, does not reach two hours of playing time by Steam standards. In this regard, a huge number of returns on the game, even with positive reviews, and I do not earn anything to create a new game. Thank you very much for supporting me. I am very glad that you like my games. But since I have no conditions to do something new, I have to do something else. And I will immediately answer everyone who ask from who ask about from day to day. This game will not see the light of day in the near future. See you later. So you can tell the hurt. Okay. So it's a short 90-minute experience. Uh, she could have probably changed it, but the thing is, developing a game seems to be hard as fuck. And even adding in those extra 30 minutes require who knows how many months of editing, testing, debugging, uh, money, time, effort, creativity. And sometimes they don't have that. Maybe, they, you know, in their mind, they created the perfect, you know, 90-minute game and people beat it in 90 minutes and they say, you know what, this game was fun, but uh, I like my money back. So here's the, the, the issue that I have. Okay, yeah, it's shitty that people were doing that. But you as a developer and maybe, you know, um, the Steam, like the cap is two hours and your game is 90 minutes. Why the fuck did you not think that this was going to happen? Yeah. That, that business decision is kind of stupid. Well, you know, sometimes people don't read terms of conditions and uh, terms of service. And sometimes they just want to put their game out. And like like I just said right now, maybe they felt like in their mind they built the perfect game and have no idea of this policy. Then they start realizing that people are getting refunds and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? How are people getting refunds? And then you start to put two and two together and then you're like, well, I, I sold. Imagine. Just imagine, okay? You sell a million copies for a dollar. Yeah. A million people get refunds. You are now, you had a million, you lost a million. How would yeah. you feel? I mean, it would suck, but. It would suck, yeah. At the end of the day, if it was, it was nobody's fault, but the people who are introducing the game to a platform that literally tells you that they can be returned within two hours. Yeah. Now, the smart thing to do here would be trying to figure out a way to make the game playable, even if it's 90 minutes. When you reach a certain percentage, they don't allow returns anymore. And I think the percentage is far more fair than, you know, a clock because you can run through the fucking game with, like, you know, 90 minutes and two hours. But then if you reach, like, 15% of the game, you're locked into it. You can't return it. By 15%, I'm pretty sure whether you like the game or not to keep it. Yeah, that's a... Uh, they would have to implement some different things, you know. I would say uh, uh, percentage, that was seemed pretty fair, but uh, I would even go with trophies. Steam gives you trophies for these games. And, okay, yeah, uh, I would be like, you know, I would have trophies implemented 
saying that uh, this level, they beat this level, they beat this level, boom. These levels are, on average time, they dedicate like maybe 45 minutes to each level. That would help people, even if it wasn't 45 minutes, even if it wasn't two hours, um, they would... You know, they would still have a chance to keep their money, you know. So I feel for the person, but at the same time, it's like, like you said, uh, you should have read. You should have read the terms and conditions. Uh, and even if your game was beatable in in an hour and a half, you know, no speed run or not. Yeah. Uh, maybe sometimes people just didn't like the game. You know, we can't just say all all your returns are based off of the fact that your game is 90 minutes. You know, we, we said this last time. Maybe sometimes your game is ass and people weren't feeling it. You don't want to accept it. Yeah. They want to they don't want to accept it. The fact that the game is trash and you know, positive reviews don't mean shit, you know? You know, I, I've seen restaurants with positive reviews that were terrible. It tastes like ass, you know. And it tastes like ass, you know, like it it was it, it almost seemed like they lied, you know. So I don't know what the situation that this person was in, this uh developers were in. But they set themselves up for failure, you know? Like you just said, they, they should have known. And if they known, yeah. It's a bad um, business call. It's a bad business move. And uh, yeah. I'd hate to be you. I'd, I'd hate to to waste all that money, waste all that time just for you to not be able to, you know, prosper, you know? But, like, you know, yeah, like, like you said, you're, you're, you know, it might be ass. Let's, let's, let's be real, you know? I might have to check out this game. Uh, summer of 58 i'm gonna have to look at it and if the game is ass i'll tell everybody right now it was ass okay but i i kind of feel like it's a mixture of it was ass and it was people abusing the system as well so oh yeah you know if if it was call of duty and people played like an hour of call of duty i would understand people doing returns but uh, sometimes these small little indie gamers they they make games they the art the the thumbnails the concept art, the logo, yeah, it looks all badass. You get into the game, it's fucking trash. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to look at it. Okay, I have to get back to you. So, what are your final thoughts on that, Salter? I feel bad for them, but you know, at the end of the day, it was a mistake that could have been avoided by reading the terms and conditions and policies that come with the service. So, right, and it's you know- not all to blame the gamers or. Because, you know, you, you put in a restaurant fucking free food between two to three. What the fuck do you think people are going to do? Sure, They're going to go to your restaurant, gobble up all the free shit, and then dip. Right. I mean, it, you're, it's it's impossible to, you know, to have that mentality where, oh, yeah, people are not going to fuck me over. No. So yeah. that's why you need to be extra careful. Well, you know what else, too? Um, I used to remember. Let's see if I can still remember what it was. For returns, it was like uh, when people bought something and it was commission based, right? And yeah. they say, "Yeah, you'd get a return, but the guy that sold you the shit, he'd still get a percentage." You know? Okay, I get you. Yeah, there used to be like I mean, there still is. Sometimes when you buy yeah. things, uh, just because you return it, the guy still gets a uh, a thing because that's how he got paid. You know, the so same say, thing with a, a restocking fee. Yeah. So uh, there should be there should have been some type of base pay. You're like, all right, you know what? Even if there's a refund, we're still going to give you money. Yeah. Because of that, you know. But I guess it's tricky with the 90 minute thing. People could say that they played it, they beat it, or they just didn't enjoy it. But I feel like if they sold the game, right? They sold it. They should get some some money back. And whose pockets it would come out of? I would have to say that it would have to be 
uh, Steams, you know, and that's another that's another issue as well because I doubt Steam wants to give up tons of money just because they want to uh, refine their refund policy, you know, because it's going to be bad business for them yeah. and then bad business between them and, and the developers, you know, because they're going to be like, oh, we paid all this money. And eventually, I don't know, uh, I, I disagree with um, Fortnite's. They have a return policy where they, you can only return two things ever in what Fortnite. Yeah, if you buy a skin, you buy a bundle, uh, people would play as a skin and they would return it, right? I did, this, I did this plenty of times. I did it twice. I bought something, played with it, made a video, sold it, right, returned it for a refund. Uh, bought, a video, uh, bought another skin, returned it, returned the last uh, skin, and then I ran out of refunds. And then one of the times I bought something, and it was really expensive, and I couldn't return it. And I was just stuck there like, whoa, where did all these returns go? And then I realized what I did with it. And yeah, it kind of fucked me over. So <laughs> I think that they should kind of do some shit like that, too, with like um, maybe like a six-month type of deal. You know, like every yeah. six months you could return it maybe like two times. Yeah, that would be smart. Yeah, something something small like that. But uh yeah, sometimes maybe the game is ass. Sometimes, you know, it's uh, people abusing the system. So uh, I think with this outcry and this light being shined on the situation, they might uh, update their policies here soon. So I'll definitely keep you guys up to date. Hopefully they do. Hopefully. So we're on the, to the last topic, and then we are out of here. Silencer. So the other day, I was scrolling IG. Minding my own business, a video smacked me in the face. I was like, what the fuck is this? Okay. It was Soldier Boy, right? Soldier Boy, another million-dollar endorsement for Soldier Boy. The young soldier, young Draco. Yeah. You know, he started going, how he's the first rapper to do this. He's the first rapper to do this. Then this video I saw, and I was like, holy shit, he's the first rapper. But the first rapper to do what, you guys ask? Well, I don't know exactly how to answer that because now there are reports saying it's all cap. Soldier Boy said that he was the owner of Atari. What the fuck? (laughs) Right? He said he was the first rapper to have video games. He abandoned his own little thing or they were combining forces with his little video game and they were going to put it with Atari stuff and make it into a super console thing right yeah he was showing dollar bills he was you know you know who am i to deny young soldier his his tokens okay his tokens of appreciation but you know sometimes people lie and corporations like to step in and so atari denies it is owned by soldier boy (laughs) right so this guy never never really stops saying what he does what he does what he owns So let's see right here. In the video, he says, I signed two deals with Atari before exhorting his followers to find Atari on Twitter. We're going to take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Is what he said in the video. He continued talking. He said some other announcement where he signed Tom Cruise's son. I thought it was funny. His son, Chet Hanks, he has some music coming out. He's just signing deals left and right. Yeah. Got the Atari guys, you know, ready to ready to come over here. So he says, we know that CEO of Atari is a dream job, but that honor belongs to Wade Rosen. Seemingly shutting down the fact that he owned Atari. So 
Uh, does Wade Rosen know that he's being replaced by young Draco, or is Soldier Boy lying again? Soldier Boy is a fucking... This fool just loves to stay relevant, whether it's a fucking lie or not. Right. This fool's a... He's a fucking... He's the life form of fucking clickbait. Yeah. You, you know, he's the, one of the the YouTube guys. One of the first guys on YouTube, you know? His video went crazy. You! Yeah. Uh, even right now, as we speak about... Speaking of Cloud Chasing and Dick Riding, this guy is beefing with Kanye about some trash verse they took off of Donda. So uh, he, he finds a way to stay into these uh, these headlines, right? So... Um, I thought it was funny. I don't know if you made some type of deal. They they pretty much said the CEO job was a no-go, but they didn't say nothing about those other two deals. They didn't say nothing about the, the, uh, the deals, him and his partnership. You probably just thought it was fucking ridiculous to even mention those. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't um, know exactly what's, what's, you know, what's really going on. You know, Soldier Boy seems to be a nice guy. But his announcement took me by it took me by surprise. I was like, "Damn, look at this! What type of money he got buying Atari? Like they got Atari World coming soon, you know? Are you are you telling me, Silencer, that Big Draco can't come to the hood, the Atari hood? <laughs> okay, Atari, Atari. Look at you, guard Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking guy. <laughs> Gonna get us canceled. <laughs> Hey, if people can call me way back, you know, I can I can climb back. The only person that calls you that is me. <laughs> and a few subscribers. I got to fucking block out here and there. <laughs> that no, think funny. Oh, no, yeah. So, you know, expect. Uh, He's a fucking character. Yeah. You know, I th- I thought he was funny. He seemed very uh, adamant about him signing some type of deal and said he owned Atari. Um, uh, you know, they didn't say that they didn't sign a deal with him. And I wonder what. It could be because if you you know you guys know that he had his own consoles, right? He had his own Soldier Boy console. People are still waiting for that shit to be shipped to them. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. You like, think it's coming, coming out? Hell no. You think it's coming out? This shit looks like a fucking Wii, bro. Let's see what it's called. I think Nintendo fucking sued him. Yeah, because it did look like a Wii. Yeah, they told him to fucking chill out, or he was gonna go to court for licensing in fragments. Yeah, you know, look at Nintendo. So it was called the Soldier uh, Console, Soldier Boy yeah. Game Console. He had a handheld one and a fucking uh, actual solid console. It looks, <sighs> it looks like uh, when your mom says, uh, "No, we have we at home," <laughs> and it's like she got that shit from Mexico, and like it looks like a Wii, but the inside has fucking arcade games from 1980 and on. That's how it looks. Yeah, it's it's whatever. So hopefully we get more information on that from Soldier Boy. I'm waiting to see. I'm very excited to see uh, what what he got cooking up. But yeah, that is today's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a little longer than normal. A little bit, uh, you know, the energy might not be there, guys. I was feeling a little bad, but now I feel a lot better. I had like anxiety early, early on. While we were playing aliens, yeah, and I was fighting through that shit at the beginning of the pod and. You know, once we, I got that shit off my chest, I started to act a little better. So, uh, yeah, I feel better. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, much love. I showed Silencer the places we got people listening to. Shout out to South Africa, the UK, yeah, 
Canada, Mexico, United States. I got we got a few people in uh, Europe, Italy, uh, Korea, oh, one of the Koreas, Asia. We got people listening, and uh, you know, hello, <laughs> uh, hola, yeah, hola, 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 señor. Uh, Silencer, what are your tips for the end of the day? My tips, I don't have any. Or, or your suggestions, whatever. If you are going to order your next Soldier Boy console, make sure that you know it's well equipped with the latest technology, and just say bye to that money, because it's going to get funded by the Atari world. Yeah. That's that's some decent advice. And listen, guys, you know, if you're dating a gamer girl, you know, you're kind of in the courting process. She really hasn't given you any, you know. I would say go all out and buy her a game on Steam. And within the two hours of you giving it to her, if she doesn't give you anything, you can just hit refund and get your money back and, you know, tell her where you stand (laughs) in the relationship. And with that being said, guys, my name is Killing Spree 37. Name silencer. We're out. Killing spree thirty-seven. Give me some chun chun. <laughs>